Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Dum Dum Die, but not really because it's actually James and Discussions because we're having a little break because of life. Today we are interviewing the wonderful, the magical, the ever omnipresent Malcolm. Mal, <laughs> Mal, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Mel. <laughs> I like cheese. <laughs> well, cheese is good. <laughs> I like more energy drinks, I think, which is a bad thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, my name is Mel and I am from Malcolm Cosplay. So I have been cosplaying for almost four years. Uh, at Rage, it should be four years, I think. <laughs> Timey wimey. This is being released around Rage time. <laughs> Also, Rage, for all our international listeners, is like, I can't think of an esports convention overseas. It's like that. <laughs> More esports related, but also has some awesome cosplay and geeky stuff. And apparently in- this year they're kicking all the laners to the one wing. So oh, they're, they're going shoving to, them in the corner. Yeah, so then we don't have to see or smell them. And then the rest of the convention is open to us now. So now I can actually attend yeah. and not have my eyes water. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, because, I mean, they already tried to keep them in the cage, but the mm. cage just wasn't working against the smell. And, like, sometimes you could see them startle when you saw when you look at them. Also, we love all our fans who are learners. Deep respect. <laughs> deep respect. Deep respect from afar. From very far away. Hey, if I can, if I can take shade, then I can give it. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm sure there were also plenty things to say about the cosplayers, too. <laughs> I have plenty things to say about cosplayers. Like. So, Ma... Yourself, in a nutshell. Tired. <laughs> to be honest, imagine. but to be honest, that's like a, a, an adjective that describes most cosplayers because we all just work ourselves way too hard and then we end up going, what, is that the sun? I haven't slept in three days. <laughs> I forgot what life is. What is life? Yeah, no, we, we work a little bit too hard. <laughs> well, I mean... I know it's work, but if you love it. Yeah, that's the thing, that you always have to find a like a balance because if you work so hard that you end up hating it, then what's actually the point of doing it? Exactly. So you have been cosplaying for almost a whole toddler. How, was that around the same time that you kind of got into geek culture in the first in the first place? Um actually I think it was more five years ago so I was 17 I think that um like a friend of mine was like oh um I'm watching anime why don't you try this and I was like oh, okay and then I watched it and I was like oh this is awesome and then I just kind of fell into a rabbit hole it always starts with the anime yeah it really does and then like once I was in anime then I started getting onto tumblr and that's when it just went downhill <laughs> the deep dark hole that is tumblr <laughs> yeah it's just like you tumble down <laughs> god you're just as punny as Carla <laughs> Carla, I love you. Please don't kill Oriole. <laughs> also, by the way, my name is Kirsten. I'm interviewing now, and I completely <laughs> forgot to introduce myself in the beginning. So, <laughs> here I am. Um, cool. So, what what was, besides the, the anime, when was your first um, kind of dabble in, in role-playing? Um, well, it was... It was the like my first cosplay event, which was Rage four years ago, mm-hmm. because I was watching. I was obsessed over this one anime called Attack on Titan, mm-hmm. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, I love Aaron. He's my favorite character. And then when I had the opportunity to go to Rage, then like I threw together my little cosplay and I was like, I'm going to be Aaron. And then I went to, to Rage and like the seeing how many people were like so excited to see a character that I love as well. I was like, I like this. This is cool. I like this. <laughs> and then I think... I mean, I've always been, I've always been a drama kid, so I always kind of was like, no, you need to be the character. <laughs> <laughs> Cannot simply dress as the character. Must clothes be. does not make the, the, the person. <laughs> clothes does not a character make. Clothes are simply but wet rags. And clothes are simply unnecessary. <laughs> Yet we spend so much time on them. <laughs> Ultimate questions for life. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and your, since we are a D&T podcast, I will ask, when was your, how was your first adventure into, into the game of Dungeons and Dragons? Well, in, it was kind of humiliating at one point because, um, so now it was, it was me, my girlfriend, and then my brother and sister, and we were busy playing. So you just my, made it a whole family affair? Well, basically, but like, <laughs> I, I'm more of a believer in, like, family you choose for yourself. So my brother was like, oh, no, I'm going to be the DM. And then it was just three of us. So it was a very small party. So then he, like, catered everything because we were tiny mm-hmm. and because it was Chia and I's first time. And I went for, like, I think it was a half-elf druid and I was badass and, oh, it was so amazing. And then the first role that I have is to get onto the horse and I roll a one. So I knock myself unconscious and I'm like, wow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm just like, why me? <laughs> why not you is the question. I don't know. Like I was, I was, I was hoping to be like this badass character and then this. So basically mm. you were like Xantelarian incarnate, but with more of a love for animals. I don't, I don't know. I just kind of failed. <laughs> Except I like, while I failed out of combat, when I was in combat, then I was like the MVP. I was Amazing. Just, yeah, like I fire this fireball. It's a natural 20. All of them are incinerated type of thing. And then just don't try and get in the horse. Yeah, if I try to do anything else and it's just like, oh, it's dead again. <laughs> <laughs> that that does seem to be the thing with druids though, especially low level druids. They're like, they're wonderful in some areas and then life they're just They're not. just like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, rabbit, the rabbit attacks. <laughs> There's no more druid for the yeah. rabbit. Yeah, it's kind of like in cosplay when you're like, oh wow, I can do this. I can make this costume. Get out of cosplay, and you're like, oh, I hate people. Social anxiety. Oh. <laughs> do the do the fans get to be quite much? Like, what are, what have been your experiences of people as you were cosplaying? Um, actually, like, okay, so the latest convention was Comic Con, and I Comic Con Africa. <laughs> it was the first one ever. <laughs> And I was I was lucky enough to have a panel on anti-bullying. Mm-hmm. So um, a couple of people uh, went, and then afterwards, like I had like a couple of people come up to me and they say, "Oh no, we've been fans of you for a long time, and we're so happy to meet you." And they were just so cute, and mm-hmm. I just I was just like, "Can I hug you, <laughs> please? Can I love you, so my like, little chicklets?" So, so like, yeah, I did. I actually adopted them. I was like, "Okay, I have two more chickens. Let's go." But <laughs> but yeah, I I. Like people like that, people that are nice and they're genuine, I have absolutely no problem talking to and entertaining because I am very loud at conventions. I'm always talking. You can't get me to shut up. That's how people find me. They like listen. They're like, oh, that's a mouth. <laughs> so then I was looking for you. I didn't hear you. There were a lot of people. 
<laughs> yeah, I tried though. I think my voice like faded off into the distance, so I need I to work on that. I think a lot of that. us lost our voice, to be honest. Oh, actually, I did lose my voice. <laughs> but yeah, like um, the people, if they're nice people, then I absolutely do not mind. But um, I also give off a little bit of an aura of don't mess with me or mm-hmm. people around me. So I've never experienced any like bad things. But people no one around being, me like, demanding saying, "Take a picture with me now." Yeah, because then I go no, and then I walk away. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Cosplay is not consent, people. Please, it isn't. Please always remember that. Yeah. So like uh, some of my friends have experienced like bad things because they either get overwhelmed in the moment and they don't know how to say, like, no, please don't do that or don't touch me. And then you get me and I just kind of waltz in between my friend and the person. I'm like, you can leave now. <laughs> and then this Ooh, person... I just got chills down my spine. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I think um, Chia was cosplaying um, Lucy from Fairy Tale, mm-hmm. And then I think I was cosplaying Natsu. And... Um, these two guys were like, oh no, can we get a photo with you guys? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's take a photo. And then they took a photo. And they're like, oh, can we take a photo with just Lucy now? And I was like, actually, no, you can't. And then just take you and I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is my girlfriend. Thank you very much. Because like, if they were just like, can I please get a photo with Lucy? She's my favorite. Yes, of course you can, you sweet child. <laughs> but if you're going to be like creepy about, about it. it. I can sense your intentions. No. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Uh, people, please remember that cosplayers are people too. They have feelings. They're maybe not lives, but they have feelings. Okay? Yeah, we don't have lives, sorry. <laughs> um, so your first foray, when you were playing Arian, um, was there one fan in particular that you kind of encountered and you were like, yes, this is one, or was it just the whole experience? It wasn't just one fan. It was, I think it was just... So the sheer amount of people that were like, oh my God, it's Aaron from Attack on Titan. They don't say it's someone cosplaying as Aaron. They mm. say it is Aaron. Mm. And I was like, yes, it is. It <laughs> is Aaron. Why yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So that's the, that was what drew me into it. Cause I was like, if I'm making so many other people happy and I'm making myself happy, that is the best situation. <laughs> so that's why I started cosplaying. Cause I was like, no, this win-win situation. I like it. <laughs> As a person who is still in the newborn baby phase slash maybe terrible twos of geek culture, (laughs) my first foray into Comic-Con Africa and seeing so many people actually dressing up in cosplay. And there was a lot of new people, which made me so happy. There were a lot of new people. It was stunning, but it was just, it made me so happy. Like I would be DMing my game at the role-playing section and I'm playing Dread. I didn't even see the role-playing section. I was playing Dread, which is horror-based role-playing. And I'd be like, oh, my God, Ursula, I love you. <laughs> and, like, just scream at a woman who had, like, beautiful tentacles and was Ursula, the sea witch of this little mermaid. And I was just like, cool. I'd be in the middle of, like, you are in this haunted hotel room. No, no, no. Oh, my God, Ursula, I love you. <laughs> so, like, for me, I don't actually think I took pictures with anyone, but I, w- I would honestly just scream and say, you're amazing. I love you. You're the, you're the bomb. Yeah. Something that I've actually started doing recently that is honestly one of my favorite things to do is going around the convention. And when you see a new cosplayer, like Mm. I, I think I saw, oh, it was this girl, sweetest thing. She was cosplaying Wonder Woman and she actually Mm -hmm. entered in the competition. And like when she came out, I was like, oh my God, you look amazing. Well done. Mm -hmm. Is this your first time? And she's like, yeah, no, this is my first time entering. And I'm like, well, you look amazing. So good luck. I hope you, I hope you feel very proud of you yourself and like seeing people's face light up when you compliment them and i'm like 
This person's children. <laughs> All my little chickens. All my chickens. You know, like there's that one comic of like, a, it's like a, like this wolf and it's carrying like this struggling child and it's mm-hmm. like carrying it, puts it in a nest with all these other children yeah. and the wolf just like curls up around the thing and it's just like, I'm, I'm fine here. <laughs> Mama wolf protects all. <laughs> That's so cute. Um, I must say, yeah, with the new role players that we, that we ended up, I actually got a couple of new people who never role played before mm. in my Dread games and I was like... Okay. Well, good luck, children. <laughs> yes. You won't survive this, but I love you anyway. <laughs> and, yeah, they also became my little chickens. And shout out to anyone who was part of any of my, role, my role-playing games uh, at Comic-Con Africa. I love you guys. You're amazing. <laughs> uh, and you're my chickens, just so you know. And so, Ma, why? Why do you do it? Um, why do you cosplay? It's definitely... It's rooted in the making people happy. Like I had a little bit of a, a mission, I think it was last year, that I actually got a little bit sidetracked that I um, became too focused on the numbers. So I was like, no, but I need to get a bigger f- stage following, well, not stage following, a bigger social media platform following um, because I'm not reaching enough people and I'm not making enough people happy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it didn't even make sense in my head. <laughs> not everyone is happy. I don't understand. So then I just, I kept like overworking myself and mm-hmm. then I didn't end up enjoying what I was doing anymore. So then I had to like just take a step back and then I got back to it around Christmas time because I just randomly got this idea. I'm like, I'm going to do a 12 days of Christmas set and we're going to take a different character for each day. <laughs> Let's go. And obviously my girlfriend was like, can we not do that? <laughs> I was like, I was about to ask, how long would that take? Well, it took, um, it took a couple of weeks like of weekends mm-hmm. work, but like putting that together and like having, like using creativity to do something that I actually wanted to do made me happy because I was like, okay, now I've found my groove again. Mm -hmm. So then this year it's been a lot more of, I don't want to do that, so I'm not going to. (laughs) And have you found that the reception has been better since you took that step step back? Um, Or the engagement? I actually haven't haven't even noticed in a sense because I have stopped caring about like any negative response. Mm -hmm. So if people liked it, I was like, awesome. If people didn't respond, I was like, I don't care. I like it anyway. Mm -hmm. And then with the like... I always say the when the Fire Nation attacked because like the viral video that made my YouTube go wee and then <laughs> and then I just suddenly have people that are replying to me on things that now and I'm like, where the hell did you go? <laughs> where are you watching me? <laughs> yeah, so but like I feel happier now because now admittedly it is nice to know that someone is listening when you're speaking. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to make a video and know that someone's actually gonna watch it. It does feel nice, um, but I do still remember that I mustn't just cosplay for other people. I must cosplay for myself. Because it's all about... Yeah. <laughs> no. It's, it's always about, about it's me. It's always about the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> um, and who have you cut... I know it's going to be a long list, but like, let's pick the highlights package of who have been your favorite cosplays and why. Um, okay, well, one of my definite favorites is uh, Noctis from Final Fantasy XV because mm-hmm. he's just like an edgy child and you're just like this, this emo little boy that was let loose into Hot Topic. Someone protect him. Because <laughs> really he does, like if you put him next to all the other Final Fantasy heroes, they all have like these magnificent things. He just looks like a teenager that was led into Hot Topic and now he doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> 
And like, he's just such a relatable character. So mm. I really love cosplaying him because one, because I worked really hard on his outfit, but two, because I relate to him as a person. And I'm like, yeah, this awkward child, I like him. <laughs> <laughs> you can stay. You can stay. Like, I have a lot of favorite characters, but mm-hmm. Noctis is definitely one of my top ones. Um, I suppose another character that would be close to my heart is Link from Legend of Zelda mm-hmm. because I went to Japan with him. So, like, he will always be, like, a soft spot. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, no, I like my Linkles. <laughs> so just give a bit of context on, oh. <laughs> on what Japan was. Okay, so uh, me and my cosplay partner, Kelsey Jinx Kitty Cosplay, we went through to Japan for the World Cosplay Summit to represent South Africa. Yay! So we were the first representatives, and we were nervous as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Did that social anxiety like, kick <laughs> like, it's actually it was actually pretty funny because both of us, because we both suffered from some form of anxiety not a day went past that one of us didn't have an attack oh my word but because we have different attacks then like there was the other one would always be there to help and then like we just kind of got through sheerly by like, just leaning on each other and going like we can do this <laughs> but it was de- okay. but it was definitely like an unforgettable experience and also meeting cosplayers from around the world was incredible as well and did you guys share, like, any cosplay secrets with each other, or is it very competitive? Actually, like, I thought it would be competitive, and, like, some of the, the teams, they did give off that vibe of, oh, no, I'm only going to talk to you if you're useful to me. <laughs> oh, that's sad. But, Don't do um, that. But then, like, for instance, Team India, we mm-hmm. made friends with because... They are so similar to South Africans. <laughs> so we were just like, we're home. <laughs> I'm with my people. So like, um, they, we, we just, because they lived actually next door to us. Like they were in oh, the wow. hotel room next to us. When we first saw them, we thought they were like really bitchy and we didn't actually want to deal with them. And then like, I think we ran into them at some point and one of them was just bitching about something, but just really funny. And we we're just like, okay, we like these ones. Like, we like this kind. <laughs> yeah. So we, we, like people like that and then everyone kind of shares things like if you go to the judging mm-hmm. you ask oh no like how did you do this and they're like oh well I did this and I did that and then I did this and the trick I learned was this and people don't mind sharing tips because mm-hmm. we've all worked hard to get there so what's the point of keeping those secrets away from each other okay so there's no like trade secrets of cosplaying well, I mean like, I'm sure not there that are, I, but stop. not that I've heard because I mean I think everyone knows secrets I think like, everyone knows how to do it. It's just how well you do it. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mm. And as a person who is very ignorant of cosplaying but loves mm-hmm. the wonderful results, um, if someone wanted to get into cosplaying, mm. how would you suggest that they start? This is actually such a, a sensitive t- uh, question because, oh, my God, people always ask, like, online, they're like, oh, no, I want to get started. How? And I'm like, Google it. Literally, no, that's an answer. Google like, it, people. Like, I Make can't. Like, I'm actually getting so triggered because people just don't Google, and I'm like, why? Don't worry, I get asked questions at work all the time. Like, really? Like, how do I do this? Actually, I also ask those questions. I apologize for colleagues of mine. I do not Google it, and I should probably Google it. But first. I mean, like, they ask things like, "Oh no, where do I get wigs?" I'm like, "Have you tried typing in cosplay where wigs?" Do I get? Google is an amazing thing. It's 2018, the 21st century. Google is very knowledgeable. It will know what you want. (laughs) And where you want Uh, Like, really, people, if you just Google things, you find so many things. And then people, like, 
I think I'm le- I'm more tolerant to people that are like, oh no, how do I do this? Because I'm like, okay, maybe you haven't found the right tutorial. But mm. people that ask stupid questions, then I'm like, oh, did you even try? <laughs> so when it comes to, to cosplay competitions, so let's say for like all the people who want to kind of enter mm. next year, what would be the tips and tricks? So obviously you can't get your costumes professionally made so it depends on uh the cosplay competition's rules because mm-hmm. if they're most of them well it depends on who which company's running it so okay. most of them are run by ges mm-hmm. if they run by ai fest then they might have a different set of rules but always check the rules beforehand i know that um if you're entering like it depends on the divisions you're entering as well so for instance for most ges competitions which mm-hmm. are the majority of what you'll find in south africa is so you'll have the the actual cosplayer section, well, mm-hmm. division, which is your outfit and how you're acting. And then okay. you have the representation, which is purely how you're acting, so they don't judge your costume. Okay. And then they have the construction, which is purely costume, and then you can actually put it on a model. You don't even have to do it yourself because it's they're just marking how well it's made. <laughs> oh, but it always looks better on a human that moves. No, like they, they put it on a human model. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, they don't enough. like bring I, in a I mannequin. Oh yes, I, that would be cheating. Speaking I Speaking of your mannequins, <laughs> because I think that would just be cheating. Because I think then yeah. you can sew it to the mannequin. You're like, don't just don't say anything. Don't <laughs> um, and I know you have a couple of mannequins yes. that have some special some special names. Yes, <laughs> because I I collect all my mannequins because they're all useful for different things. So like my male mannequin, mm-hmm. which is good for all my male cosplays because it like has the right like shoulders and the, the waist, the and, butt, the male physique, and the male butt, the male <laughs> the male butt. <laughs> um, so his name is Dennis. He's, okay. So that's Dennis, and then my female mannequin is Denise. Dennis and Denise. <laughs> Dennis and Denise. And then, do they do they stand next to each other? Yes. Holding non-existent no, they're, they're not. They're hands. not. They're not really. They don't really care much for each other. They're just oh, kind of standing. Just there. Okay. Um, and then I have um, like a plastic mannequin that has like a stand and everything. That one's Pietras. That one's possessed by a ghost, but it's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he likes to touch butts, but he's helpless. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so like people who come to like my workroom and it's like middle of the night, they're like, "Did you just touch my ass?" And I'm like, "No." And they're like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> Must have been Beatrice. Yeah, it was just Beatrice. He's just getting frisky. Like, <laughs> does Beatrice actually have arms? <coughs> no, actually. Uh, uh, so it's just legs and yeah. then arms and then well, no arms. Torso. So it's like just torso and then there's no head either. So he just and he like wears my like this little Mimi Chan outfit and mm-hmm. he's happy in that. So he just chills. <laughs> Beatrice can wear his Mimi Chan outfit and grip. Yeah, he looks great mm-hmm. in it. He, okay. The only time that he likes another outfit is if it's like Kelsey when she came up to Durban. She put her Zelda dress on mm-hmm. there. Because she's so tiny, she's actually the size of the mannequin. So it actually oh, wow. fit the mannequin. <laughs> and Beatrice was happy. He's like, I look like a princess. <laughs> I look fabulous. Yes, I like this one. <laughs> and uh, Mal, what do you day what do what do you day in your everyday English? <laughs> do you want to try that again? <laughs> what do you do in your everyday life? Um, I do uh, online editing for a newspaper. So I correct people's wrong English. <laughs> I so ask this question perfectly. <laughs> I I don't judge people that are intelligent. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Because if you're going to give me a stupid 
drivel piece. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mock it a little bit. <laughs> but if you're intelligent when speaking to me, then you you, you pass. You may live. <laughs> you may live. You can live another day and not be turned into Pietras. No, Pietras is special to me. <laughs> yes, it's got a place in all our hearts. I want to see a picture of Pietras now. I'll ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, and what... Okay, this is a very... How do I put this? This is a very odd question for a cosplayer, but what do you do in your free time um, besides cosplay? Normal cosplayers actually do have free time when they're like, oh, no, I'm taking a break from this, so I'm going to, I don't know, play games or something. Mm-hmm. But I, for some reason, am like an unstoppable workaholic, so I always have to work on something. Mm-hmm. I mean, these days I can't even watch anime without saying... No, but I, I need to be doing something. So then, so is it like you're sewing the costume while you're watching yeah, your anime? Yeah. So I'll like I'll play it in the I'll play it there, and then I'll like either be hand sewing something mm-hmm. or like because I have a lot of wigs that I uh, restore for other people. So mm-hmm. then I'll just like put up the little mannequin head and I'll just like brush out wigs while <laughs> watching. I I just I always have to be busy with something. So I mean, like in my free time, I do do things, but it's. It's all things that I work hard at, so it's mm-hmm. never really resting. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. And um, what other awesome geek culture things do you like to dabble in? Um, well, I like writing fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that actually started before cosplay, writing fan fiction, because okay. I've always liked the English language. So I started writing and then... You can like the English. I can like the English. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I started and then I put it down for a while and then I picked it up again, I think last year, November, because there's a, there's a national novel writing month, which is November, NaNoWriMo. And then everyone, like the goal is to write um, a novel, 50,000 words in a month. So like your first draft. And it's really difficult. I made it halfway last year. The previous wow. year I only made it five days, but I'm getting there and I'm so determined to do it one day. Oh, I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in you. I could, writing is not my thing. <laughs> not my thing. Yeah, I but like improv it's, my way through the world. I, no, I, I do improv a lot. But <laughs> that's, that's why I hardly ever plan out my, my stories because I'm like, Eh, I'll get to it. People are like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. I'm like, me neither. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on here. Exactly, yeah. You think I'm in control? I am not in control. <laughs> and I know one other geek thing that you like to do is take some amazing photos. I don't know if it's a geek thing, but I do like to take photos of geek things. So yes, I suppose to be fair, you've taken beautiful photos of Wednesday. <laughs> well, thank you. And of us. Which, of Wednesday. I think of all of you. <laughs> yes, but also Wednesday is just that magical creature that we love to see. <laughs> she is wonderful and ethereal and amazing. And we love you, Wednesday. And I'm done punting the Wednesday team now. <laughs> um, but, yes, so how did you kind of – how did your photography turn into I want to start shooting mm. these amazing characters? Is it was it just a an extension of the cosplay or was the photography there before? Well, it was definitely um something that I got into after I started with cosplay because mm-hmm. I think um I had like a like a little bridge camera, it was a Nikon something, but it was, it was like a basically it's a glorified muck and truck. <laughs> okay, <laughs> which is just, what is that in English? I have no <laughs> cooking clue. Just, I just like the sound. Just, just click and... It's like a point and shoot. Point and shoot. There we go. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> My bad. I can like the Afrikaans. <laughs> I can like the Afrikaans. I can like the Afrikaans. <laughs> 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 
But yeah, so I was using that and then I just took like a couple of photos. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty fun. And because I was taking a gap year at that time, my parents were like, you need to decide what you're doing with your life. And I was like, ah, oh, photography. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do that. Okay. So then I did it and I was like, oh, this is pretty fun. And then when I was like faced with, oh no, do this as a career. I was like, mm, mm, I don't like being creative on demand. <laughs> It's true. I I feel the same thing with my photography. Like I love to take pictures of landscapes and I actually don't like to do a lot of editing on my photography. Mm. Whereas like I really enjoy the editing. You you love the editing and your Mm. editing is absolutely (laughs) stunning. But it's for me, my parents are also like, do you want to do a career in photography? And I'm like, I mean, like um, the newspaper where I work, I actually interned there as a photographer for a bit. Oh, wow. So for a week, I followed around this one photographer. And I don't know, it's just, it's such a, like, it's such a stressful environment because you have to go out, you have to get that shot. It has to be good. It has to, and then you have to go find the next story. And I'm like, "Mm, (laughs) uh, I don't know. Mm." It's a lot of travel to get a few photos that... I don't know, like, I just, I wasn't fond of that. And, like, my parents were also like, oh, well, why don't you go into journalism? And I'm like, my curiosity, I am I am not curious enough. I do not care enough to want to know things. <laughs> so, no. Saying, oh, look, there's an incident happening over there. That's nice. Exactly. Like, Walk I mean, off. being an editor is awesome because I get the stories in. Mm. And, like, I have a routine. Open it up, edit it. Okay, publish. There we go. I don't have to care. <laughs> you don't have to care. I have to get the story. No, like, photos of the story. I mean, like the, the online it. writers work really hard because they're always like looking for that, tw- that tweet, that looking for that story oh, and then writing this and then, oh, this is breaking news. And then I just chill, do my job as I do, do it well, and there we go. Perfect. I literally have my own desk, earphones. I don't need to talk to anyone. I just message through Skype. They're literally like behind me. I don't talk to them. <laughs> I'm on <laughs> Skype. Don't talk. <laughs> And uh, Mal, is there anything that that I haven't covered that you would like to talk about with regards to anything in life? Mm, well, something that just came to mind was the, okay, well, so I am quite involved in like the anti-bullying movement in mm-hmm. cosplay community, but also I believe it extends to the geek community because a lot of geeks were bullied at school because all of us were like, not really understood. We made weird references. People didn't understand us. We were weird. And so Still a lot are of us. Proud of it. Exactly. We haven't, <laughs> we haven't changed. We haven't changed. <laughs> well, maybe we got a little bit more hard skin, but, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I think it's like definitely a topic that I always um, focus on um, trying to spread good messages. So I think that's also something that I learned with the YouTube channel that mm-hmm. Now that people are actually listening, I need to be careful of what I actually say. So, because, what was it? I think 20% of my viewers are under 18. And I'm like... Oh, wow. Impressionable people. And I'm like, protect the young children's minds. Protect the chickens. (laughs) Yeah, so I make sure that, like, when I say things that I'm not making a bad... Assumption. Yeah, so when I say, oh, no, I'm not... When I say, oh, no, people do this, and I say, I'm not... I personally don't do this, but people do that. And I think being conscious of that just makes me kinder to people in general. So I think, yeah, like in general, I think people just need to be kinder 
to geeks, yes, but also geeks need to be kinder within the community because like mm. while well, there's like, a lot of there's yeah. a lot of judgment amongst each yeah, other. Yeah, because like gamers might not understand cosplayers and then like cosplayers are like, oh no, look at these things and look at those and uh, like we're all weird. Let's just be weird together. Yeah. I apologize for the LAN people that we judged but earlier. I'm not, I'm not judging you because honestly, cosplayers smell worse, so it's fine. <laughs> I did not know that. I'm one of them because we're all just, we're all tired. We don't. You're all just sweating. It's hot. Yeah, cosplay, cosplays are hot. We don't. <laughs> we're hot. Conventions are hot. We just. There was actually a guy at Comic-Con Africa who dressed up as a space marine from Warhammer. Oh, um, I think his name was Frontro. He, mm. that was the only cosplay Tristan took a picture with. Yeah. He was just like, His that work is, is the guy. That is the guy. I think he did it out of foam and then like he uh, 3D printed the, the details and stuff. It was phenomenal. But I was just like, that boy is going to pass out inside that you know, outfit. The, 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 the guy the, who also played Deadpool also. Him too, but also the guy from Mauritius. I think his name was um, Fred. Fred something, I'm not sure. But he he was the predator, so it was like this it was his costume, but it was um like everything was like covered in latex and stuff. And I was like, eh. Yes. <laughs> eh. Even on Wednesday. Oh uh, shame when she was she cosplaying was zero com- two. Yeah. She was cosplaying <laughs> no. zero two, one of the one of the Comic Con days, and she was literally covered in latex from head to toe. Yeah, I remember when she sent me that picture, I'm like, sweetie, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. And I had to help her in the bathroom and like get all the baby powder in so she could actually put the, the outfit no, back thanks. on. No, no. I was just like, Hoo! No, no, Ooh, no. Thanks. You know. We actually had friends who'd never cosplayed in their life, which was which is what made me so proud of them. Uh, they cosplayed as the Powerpuff Girls. Or was but, it them? So they oh my co- gosh. they cosplayed as Powerpuff. The guys who dressed up yeah, as the, the Powerpuff that, Girls. Yeah. Oh my god, they were so awesome. they even made the masks. I know their golf. Um, Jared's girlfriend made all those masks oh, that's and so cool. sewed the dresses for them. Even like. As they were in the car, she sewed cell phone pockets yeah, into the Powerpuff Girls dresses. I saw dresses. that. I was like, that's clever. And one of the guys played Professor X. It was brilliant. And no, I was like, was cool. out of all the cosplays, I mean, they were really struggling with the masks on their heads. Obviously. But the, the dresses were really breathable. <laughs> and they learned so many things about wearing a dress for a day. <laughs> like chafing. People, it happens. Okay. <laughs> Heat rashes get there for a reason. Uh, it's always great though because like cosplayers can bond over silly exactly, things like that. Exactly. I mean, like, like the amounts of cosplayers that. I mean, I don't really care about gender because I myself am more non-binary. So, mm. like, I think a friend of mine, he was he he's a he, but mm-hmm. he was cosplaying. I think um, he was cosplaying Supergirl. He is. Like, Sean, you are the greatest freaking trap. It's amazing. <laughs> and that, and that, it's so great because he's like, no, I cosplay girls because I want to be a trap. <laughs> and I'm just like, yes. So I, me- I actually met him in the girls' bathroom when he was, like, busy fixing his makeup and stuff. Yeah. And, like, I looked at him like, you need to teach me this because your makeup skills are amazing. <laughs> yeah. Teach me your makeup secrets. Yeah, so, like, everyone bonds over odd things, and I think that's cool. <laughs> Mom, this interview has been much longer than I was anticipating, but that's because (laughs) I've been having so much fun and I love hearing about what... I told you that I don't shut up. (laughs) And neither do I. So Tristan, this is basically your fault, (laughs) just so you know. So Mal, where can we find you on the social medias? Um, Well, if you type in... And the (laughs) YouTube. Well, if you type in Malcummy, then most of the tags should come up. Um, That's M A O U 
O O. No, no, no. A K A. See, I got this wrong, M-A-O. and I tagged another photographer, and he's like, "That's really cool," but no. And I was like, um, "Well, like on most of the things, so it's Malcami, so M A O U K A M I, and then if that if that fails, then Malcami cosplay, mm-hmm. and if that fails, Malcami dot cos." <laughs> One of them, you're bound to get something, people. Yeah. Normally, if you type in Malcolm, then something will pop up. And then you're like, ah, there it is. Mm-hmm. And um, do you have any exciting plans for the future that people can look forward to? Hmm. Um, I don't have, you like. You can say no. <laughs> I, I don't, like, I don't have, I'm, I try not to think too far in advance because then I forget about little things. Hmm. So I try to make everything a big, exciting thing. So then, like, every video is new excitement, new excitement, new excitement, new excitement. And then... And who are you planning to go as for Rage? Um, for one of the days, I'm going to be cosplaying uh, Ryoko from Kill a Kill. So... Um, Very nice. Yeah. I'm not doing the, the battle version. Mm-hmm. Um, not now. <laughs> but I'm doing the school uniform version. And then my girlfriend's going to be cosplaying Mako. And then we're going to be doing a skit. And oh, that's going to nice. be fun. <laughs> and do you two cosplay a lot together? Um, sometimes, uh, Chia is a student, so she actually doesn't have as much time to make things. Mm -hmm. Um, but when she does cosplay, then we have fun anyway, even if we're not cosplaying from the same thing. But then if we do cosplay from the same thing, then we just make, have more fun. So guys, couple cosplaying. Those are real couple goals. Okay. (laughs) Real couple goals. Cause let me tell you, cosplay couples, like cosplaying with your partner like it's not always easy because everyone has different ways of cosplaying Mm. so sometimes those ways mesh and you're like oh wait (laughs) oops (laughs) and oh don't worry i get stressed enough doing the halloween couples costume (laughs) tristan and i have so far been mary poppins and the chimney sweep whose name is now eluding me and minnie and mickey mouse so we'll see we'll see what happens this year it's getting very close. I should probably make a plan. You can, uh, he can be Bob Ross and you can be a Bob Ross painting. Oh, <gasps> yes. <laughs> All I need is the canvas. <laughs> yeah, so just like get a box and then. Yeah. Oh, that's brilliant. I'm definitely going to do that. <laughs> then just Thank get you. him an afro. <laughs> can you imagine an afro in this South African heat? And you've got a whole cosplay to do. You know, actually, like, I'm so unsympathetic for Mm. the South African heat now because when we went to WCS, it was so unbelievably hot. It was over 40 degrees every day. Do people not pass out in their costumes? That's what I was going to get to because three people consecutively fainted. So until that happens, it's not that hot. (laughs) So every person that complained at Comic-Con, they're like, oh my God, it's so hot. I'm like, are you going to faint? No. Well, then you're not that hot. (laughs) Do I need to get a pillow for you to faint on? No. Then you're not. (laughs) But did you die? (laughs) Yeah. Are you dying? No. Well, then shh. (laughs) Sounds like cosplay is a bit of a glutton for for pain. (laughs) Punishment. Yeah, we're all just like, we're suffering, but Great. We look amazing. <laughs> I will die beautiful. <laughs> this is too accurate. I'm sorry. 
But Mal, thank you so, so much. Thank you for having me. I look forward to seeing your career in the future and all the amazing, wonderful things. And good luck at Rage. Thank you. And we will speak to you soon, I'm sure. Yes, I'm pretty sure. (laughs) And for those of you who are listening, who are like Kirsten, you've chatted way too much, please get off. You can find us all on the social medias where I chat some more, but not all the time. (laughs) Carl is mainly the one who responds, but you'll know it's me if you say if you see it's from Oriel. So keep a lookout, people. Also, if you've got any questions, please send them through. I will be happy to answer them for you to the best of my ability. Otherwise, Carla will answer them because she's cool like that. Okay. <laughs> Lots of love, people. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so testing one, two, three, we are all fine.